9. Give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them also skip like calf, like the calf. Lebanon and Syrian, like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord divides flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth. And strips the forests bare. And in his temple, everyone says, Glory. The Lord sat enthroned at the flood, and the Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. Let me read that again. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. I want you to close your eyes, if you would. King David wrote this psalm, and you can picture David writing this psalm as he watches a storm appear on the horizon. He sees the the lightning flash across the sky, breaking and, and crashing across the sky. He hears the thunder in the distance. As the storm draws closer, the thunder begins to to shake the very air around him and then his body. And David feels it in his chest. You know, it's during times of awe when we see something that just leaves us awestruck that we that we turn, our minds turn to the power of God. We think about the power of God. David must have seen this and experienced it as he writes this psalm. Have you ever been to the Grand Canyon or maybe to Niagara Falls and for the first time you see the power, you see that power of Niagara Falls and it it, it begins to lead your mind and your heart to, to the very power of God. You know, it's May. And it's during this spring season, we're in this series called Seasons, and it's during this spring season that we, we have a lot of lightning, we have a lot of, of thunder. And I, I, before the service started, I was talking to my granddaughter, Eleanor, because we were playing that in the background a little bit before the service started, and she said, Pop, she said, I'm, a, I'm afraid of, of lightning and thunder of the storm. And I said to her, so it's only, it's not real, it's just the background, but I said to her, and anyway, I said, the storm should be afraid of you. She's kind of looking at me. And I said, the storms are afraid of pops. I'm not afraid of the storm. And I was trying to, you know, get, you break free from being afraid of a storm. She was having none of it. She's like, that scares me. I'm leaving. But it's during that spring season that we we hear that roll of thunder and we see the lightning flash and there's so much of that going on. But here's the thing about spring. It is a time of renewal, right? It's a time where things grow and they change. 
This is a time where we can grow and change. My goal, if you will, this morning, my call this morning is for transformation in each of our lives. You're in a season of your life right now. What I'm calling you to this morning is to leave that season of your life and to move on to a different season. As God transforms your life, we are all on a spiritual journey, whether we recognize it or not, whether this is your first time in church or not. We're on a spiritual journey. And wherever you are, if you feel like I've never even really heard much about God, you can move from where you are to where God wants you each step of the way, moving to a new season of your life. For some of us, we've been coming to church for years, maybe stuck in a rut, stuck in a season. And God is saying, I want you to move from where you are, from the season you're in now to a different season of your life. It's time for some people, some people to to truly live for God, to take God seriously, to make God a priority. You've been coming, you've been kind of hanging out, but you haven't made that commitment to Christ. And that's what you need to do this morning. You need to move from the season that you're in spiritually to a different season and give your life to him. Stop kidding around. Stop joking around. Stop living like one foot in the world and give your life to him. For some of us, we've again, we've been Christian for years, but you've been through a time of discouragement spiritually. Maybe you've been discouraged spiritually. Maybe you've been in that rut. Maybe you've been addicted to something that's been holding you back. Maybe you've walked away from God. Maybe you're just angry at God. Maybe whatever it is for you, this morning needs to be a time where we, we renew our relationship with Christ, where we recommit our lives to Jesus Christ. Wherever you are, you need to move from where you are to a different spiritual point. You may be saying, I am on top of the world. I'm on the mountaintop right now spiritually. But then you think of the cross of Jesus Christ and the one you're trying to be like. And we have a long way to go, don't we? Every one of us can move from the season that we're in spiritually to a different season in our lives. I love this quote by Bob Proctor. He said, it doesn't matter where you are. You are nowhere compared to where you can go. It doesn't matter where you are. You are nowhere compared to where you can go. Today is a day we choose to go. Today is a day we choose to move. We choose to change. We want to go forward in our walk with Jesus Christ. I want everyone in that mindset. What is it in my life that is holding me back from becoming more like my Savior, Jesus Christ? Because here's the reality. We talked about biblical manhood and biblical womanhood. And we went through, we went what does it mean to be single and how can you all those things we're learning so much about different seasons of our lives we are not going to accomplish what God has called us to as a man if we don't hear what I'm saying this morning and apply it to our lives if we don't leave one season and move to a different season and keep moving through the seasons of life where we grow and change growth and change we need to move from spring to summer from summer to fall from fall to winter keep going and keep growing That's something we all need to do. Everything that we're talking about during this series is just going to be non. It's not going to impact our lives. This morning is where we say, God, I want to become the man of God. You called me to be. I've learned about it. Now I want to apply it. I want to be the woman of God. You called me to be. I've heard about it, but now I need to apply it. We need to change because if we don't change, we won't grow. And if we don't grow, 
If we do not grow, we are not truly living. That's the reality. If you're not growing, you're not truly living. You can breathe in and out and you can exist. But that doesn't mean that you're truly living. And some people are just existing. And this morning, that needs to be laid aside. We need to start living for Jesus Christ. God created you and has given you so many gifts and talents and abilities. He's given all of us so much. And it's time for us to pay him back with interest. It's time for us to grow wherever you have been. I don't it doesn't matter. I don't want you getting lost in where you've been and where you are. I want you to put a line in the sand this morning and say, this is where I was. This is where I need to go. I need to go. I need to move forward. I need to live my entire life for Jesus Christ. In Psalm 29, which we just read, it tells us over and over and over again, give unto the Lord, give unto the Lord, give unto the Lord. What can I give this morning unto the Lord? Maybe some people need to give their addictions to the Lord. That's what's holding you. You're addicted to whatever it is, whatever you're addicted, that's holding you back. Maybe we need to give our fear to the Lord. Some of you are living in a spirit of fear. You live in fear and that keeps you from stronger relationships. It keeps you in a controlling mode because you're afraid of what might happen because of what happened in the past. And that fear has gripped you and is holding on to you. Some of you need to give up your, your sinful behavior, sinful patterns, your hidden sins that need, they need to be laid aside. No one even knows you're involved in any of that, but it needs to be laid aside because God knows and is keeping you from your relationship and growing your relationship with him. Some of you need to get rid of your destructive personality patterns, the patterns in your life that are keeping you from more meaningful and deep relationships with the people around you. You need to let those things go. You need to give up those things. You need to give them over. Give them unto the Lord. It's time to break the chains that hold us in bondage and submit to his will for our lives. That is what I'm calling all of us, including myself, first and foremost right here, transformation in my life, transformation to move forward and to do the things that God has called me to do without fear, without fear. Maybe you say, well, I've tried that, Pastor Jeff, and, and uh, I tried to change in the past, and, it, and, and I failed. So maybe you have that, and it's like been weighing on you. tried to change in the past, and you failed. That's, that was then. This is now. You're not the same person you were then. That was then. This is now. Some of you... You, you, you hear the voices of other people in your head telling you, you know, it, it's never going to happen. You, you're, you know, you, you, you'll never change. You can never change. It rings in your mind because that's what your, your, your parents told you or your mom or your dad or your teacher, or your coach or someone you were close to or just someone told you you could, you're never going to change. You are worthless. You are never going to accomplish anything in your life. And that's what's ringing in your mind. That's what's holding on to you. For some of you, that's what you're telling yourself because of something that may have happened in your past. That's what rings in your own mind. That's what you tell yourself, that I'm not capable, that I can never accomplish anything, that I'm not, I'm not going to be able to grow, I'm not going to be able to change, whatever the case may be. You're speaking those lies into your own life. Someone lied to you and that's woven into the fabric of your being and you're living out those lies instead of living out God's truth. That needs to stop. Today is a day that we, like David, that we, like David, 
Listen to the thundering voice of God. That each one of us stop listening to maybe our own voices in our head, start listening to the enemy in our head, and start listening to only the thundering voice of God, the Lord God who speaks to our hearts. Scripture tells us with absolute certainty that the God who saved you also called you and has given you purpose. He has called you and given you something in your life that he wants you to accomplish. In 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 9, it says, he saved us. Listen, this is important. He saved us and he called us. What did he call us to? A holy life. A holy life. He saved us and he called us to a holy life. Not because of anything we have done. That's important. But because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus. Listen to this. Before the beginning of time. Before the beginning of time, God has purposed your life. God has called you. God has spoken into your life what he desires from you. Not before the foundation of the world. Not when you were born. Okay? Before the beginning of time as we know it, God has spoken into your life. Do you understand the theological implications of that? It doesn't matter what anyone around you says. It actually doesn't matter what you say to yourself if it's negative. God has already spoken his truth into your life. He has saved us and he has called us to a holy life. You belong to God and he has called you to live for him. And if we have been called to a holy life, what does that mean? It means if we're going to conform to the image of Jesus Christ, if we're going to live a holy life, that means that we need to grow and we need to change. You cannot live a holy life. You cannot worship him in holiness if you are not willing to grow and if you're not willing to change we belong to God and he has called us to live for him in Isaiah 43 in verse 1 we read this but now thus says the Lord this is what the Lord says this is what God says he who created you O Jacob he who formed you O Israel fear not for I have redeemed you I have called you, what? By name, you are mine. You are mine. We sing that song, right? You are mine. We, we belong to God. We belong to God. I, before the beginning of time, I called you. I have a purpose for you because you belong to me. You belong to me. I called you, not in general, I called you by name. You are mine. You belong to God. I belong to God. That makes us unique. That makes us special. And we need to listen to the thundering voice of God in our heads. And we need to listen to his call on our lives. God has called us to dream. He causes us to have vision. To have vision in our lives. To serve him with our whole heart. Not part of it. Not some of it. With all of it. He wants us to live with our whole heart for him. Sold out completely and totally for him. Regardless of the cost. Why? Because he has something unique for you. He's called you to something different and special. And he wants to use you. And the only way that's going to happen is if you allow God's dreams to permeate your mind. If you allow his vision, allow his vision into your heart so you can live that out with your whole being. But there are those around us. And, and I can't figure it out. There are those around us who, for whatever reason, want to stop God's movement, God's movement in our lives. 
There are people around us for whatever reason that want to stop God's movement in our lives. God wants to work in your life. God is the one speaking to you. But then you're surrounded by a peanut gallery of people sometimes who are discouraging you from what God is calling you to do. And those are the voices that we listen to most often. You have to understand they're going to be there for the rest of your life. For whatever reason, the people, sometimes the people around you are going to try to stop God's movement in your life. They want you, hear me out, they want you to stay where you are. Okay? They want you to stay right where you are. They want you to live in mediocrity with them. That's basically what it boils down to. They want you to live in spiritual mediocrity with them. They don't want you running if they're walking. They don't want you walking if they're standing still. But Jesus says, follow me. And if I'm following someone, I'm not standing still. I got to be moving. But they want you to live in a, a life of mediocrity to lose. Honestly, to lose our vision and to dull, to dull our hearing, to dull our hearing. To stay in the same spiritual season. To stay in the same rut. You've got your wagon wheels. You've been going in that rut. They're just happy to stay in the rut. They want you in the rut with them. And God is saying, get your wheels out of the rut. Get them on a different road in a new season and start to live your life for me. That is not my suggestion to you. God says that is my command to you. And it's during those times, it's during those times where we hear those voices, we hear those voices that we as people of God need to hear, need to hear God's voice above and beyond all others. We need to hear the thundering voice of God beyond all other voices. And if we don't do that, we're going to keep staying in the same place. We're gonna, they're going to keep us. The enemy is going to keep us in the same place. And my friends, that cannot happen. We need to. We need to see his lightning. We need to feel his thunder. We need to feel it. We need to hear it. We need to feel it. We need to see it. Back to Psalm 29. We need to give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones, give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. And that is the only voice that you and I should be listening to. That is the only voice. That is the only voice that you and I should be listening to. The powerful, thundering majesty of God. That is the voice that we should... That, there's where we should get our marching orders. There's where we find our truth. We need to listen to that voice and shut out all the other voices. My friends, you've seen the lightning in your own life and you've seen it in the lives of others. Now I want you to, I want you to hear the thunder. More than that, I don't want you to just hear the thunder, but through the power of God, let me say that again, through the power of God, I want you, God wants you to be the thunder. He wants you to be the thunder, not just feel it, but he wants you to be it, not through your own power, but through the power of Jesus Christ. Some of you, some of you honestly need to pick a fight. You do. You say, well, I'm a Christian. I don't want to pick a fight. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You, you, you need to pick a fight with your past. 
Your past has been kicking you around for long enough. You need to do some kicking in return. You need to pick a fight with your past. When you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling discouraged, turn those feelings, those other feelings, turn those feelings into feelings of anger, okay? Righteous anger. Fight back. Push back. You need to fight. You need to pick a fight with your past. You need to pick a fight with your weaknesses. Some of you have these weaknesses brought upon around by other people, or maybe you've gotten yourself into a rut or some kind of feeling like, I'm not capable, I'm not worthy. You need to pick a fight with your weaknesses. A lot of you need to pick a fight with your fear. Fear has caused you to stop doing or not allowed you to do so many things in your life. This is one life that God has given you to live. And he's given you that that life from the beginning of time. He chose you. He called you. He saved you. And from the beginning of time itself, before the beginning of time, God had a specific plan. He called you by name. He said, you are mine and I choose for you to do this. But somehow your fear, you are bowing down to your fear. you understand that? You need to get this in your mind. You're a follower of Jesus Christ. You bow down to nothing or no one except for him. But you're bowing down. You're bowing down. That can't happen. That I wish I could say it in words that would be beyond what I am capable of saying. I could say with my emotions and my feelings rather than just my words. You are, you are a follower of Jesus Christ. You are a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. You're a person belonging to God. Greater is, you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And then you bow and knee to your fear. Enough. I challenge you. I beg you. I call on you. Enough. 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 I don't, you say, well, you don't, I don't, listen, I don't need to understand. You tell me, I don't need to understand. Enough. Stop bowing down to your fear. Stop bowing down to your weakness. Stop bowing down to your past. Bow down to Jesus Christ, him and only, because he lives in you and gives you the power to overcome all those things. Pick a fight, my friends. Psalm 29.11 says, the Lord gives strength to his people. Why? How can I pick a fight? How am I capable of picking a fight with all of I just that I just described? Because the power of God, the strength of God is given to his people. You and I need to draw on that strength. We need to draw on that strength. I heard a song on the radio and I asked our band if they could play it for you. Because this is a song. I looked it up. It, it, it's about changing and becoming your best and not listening to the negative, critical voices in your life, and only listening to the voice, and in, in, in this case, I say only listen to the voice of God. Uh, now some of you are thinking, I want that, I want that, I want that in my life, I want to be able to, I want to be the thunder, I want to hear the thunder, I want to be the thunder, but I don't think I have the strength, that's what you're thinking, this is all great, you're all worked up, but I don't think I have the strength, well let me tell you something, you are right where God wants you to be, do you understand that, you are exactly where God wants you to be, remember, Who gives the strength? Remember where the strength comes from. Where does the strength come from? 
It comes not from my power and not my ability, but it comes from God's power in my life. It becomes from God's ability to work through me. Psalm 29 verse 4, the voice of the Lord, the voice of the Lord, not my voice, not my strength. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. And then verses 7 and 8 continue. The voice of the Lord divides the flame of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness, shakes the wilderness. That's what we're talking about. The voice of God shakes the wilderness. We need that in our lives. We need to feel the thunder. We need to not only feel the thunder rolling in our chest. We need to be the thunder. We need to be that thunder. God's power was given to us by his grace. We need to let God's power work in our lives. We need to allow God's power to continue to work in our weaknesses. The Apostle Paul only worked through the power of God. Paul, you know Paul, he worked through the power of God, but he accomplished more. He probably did more to build the early church than any other human being in history except for Jesus Christ. He was a changed man on the road to Damascus, right? He was changed and God used him. God used him. Why? Because he did not depend on his own strength. He depended on God's strength. Some of you who are living in that, you feel like, I'm not strong enough. I'm, I'm not, you're like, you're like Gideon. I'm the weakest in my family. I'm the weakest among my clan. I'm the weakest, whatever. But you know what? You're in a beautiful position. Because when you do what God has called you to do, when you live out what God has called you to live out, the glory will go to God. Because people will say, Greer wasn't uh, able to accomplish. There's no way he could accomplish that. How did he do that? How did he do that? Yeah, how did he do that? How did you do that? How did you pull that off? How did you accomplish that? Paul said, it's by the power of God working in my weakness. In 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10, he says this. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. He got it. He understood it. Right? He understood it. You want, you want, you want to have peace and joy and contentment in your life? The Bible says we get that through the power and the strength of Jesus Christ. The writers of the New Testament understood that, that their power, that it all comes from Jesus Christ. Are you willing to allow God's power to work through your weaknesses? That's the question that you have to answer this morning. Are you willing to allow God's power to work through your weaknesses? You, you need to be the thunder. Are you ready to be the thunder? That's the question. Are you ready to leave this place today for not just, oh, wow, I like that song. They played thunder in church this morning. I'm talking about what you're capable and you're willing to do. For Christ, when you leave this place, are you ready to leave this season of your life and move on to a new spiritual season? Are you ready to be the thunder? You say, well, I'm still not sure. Let me let me read you a scripture. Romans chapter eight, verse 11. It says the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you. Do you understand the theological implications of that? The spirit who raised Jesus Christ from the dead 
is living in you. The power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, according to Romans 8.11, is living in you. Do you understand that the enemy that you face that has caused you so much fear and caused you to be, feel so weak and feel so overwhelmed does not stand, cannot stand up to the power of God? Our spiritual enemy is not God-like, not omnipresent, not omnipotent, not all-knowing, not all, it's not, they're not the same. It is not the same. Do you understand these are created beings, the people around you who are discouraging you, who discouraged you in the past, who harmed you in the past are created beings. The spiritual forces that try to keep you in bondage are created beings. But do you understand this? The spirit of him who raised Jesus Christ from the dead is living in you. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I am a royal, Jeff Greer is a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a person belonging to God. And God shows me before the beginning of time. He called me by name. He said, you are mine and you will march to my beat. To the drum, to my drum. You will march to the beat of my drum and no one else's. And I bow before him and say, yes, yes, sir, I will. Yes, Father, I will. What is God calling you to change this morning? Think about this. What is God calling you to change this morning? You cannot leave here without picking something that is holding you back spiritually, small or large, and answer the question, what is God calling you to change this morning? The chains need to be broken in your life. Nothing on this earth should master you. Who is your master? Right. Nothing else on this earth should master you. You bow your knee to nothing else but God himself. You bow your knee to nothing and no one else but God himself. Let nothing master you. There's a song I wanted the band to play, and we're going to play this song. I want you to stand up. We're not finished. We're almost finished here, but I want you to stand up and sing this song together. Sing it. Feel it. Uh, you can, if you can, you can sit. But if you want to stand, you can stand. I'll finish where you're standing up. <laughs> uh, to break the chains, we need to live out God's purpose for our lives. We need to face the giants, my friends. We need to face the giants that are, that are keeping us in a spirit of fear. Those giants are the things that you believe are too strong for you to overcome. And we all have them. They, we all have those giants. We name them something different. But each of us believes that there are giants in our lives that are just too overwhelming, too powerful for us to overcome. And that's not true. You need to face those giants. You need to call them out this morning. You need to face them. You need to overcome. And then you need to start dreaming again. Some of you have stopped dreaming. You've stopped dreaming years ago. It's life has beaten you. I say to, I said to Jen yesterday, we were kayaking down the river and we were talking about a lot of different things. And I said, life will never beat me. Never. You gotta get that righteous anger in you and life and say, life will never beat me. Some of you need to start dreaming again, dreaming about God's calling in your life and what He's calling you to do during this next season of your life. Maybe He's calling you to write a book, right? You, yeah, I can never write a book and I read, and you think, well, no one's gonna read it. Who cares? Write the book. If your, if your family and friends are the only ones to read that book, fantastic. They'll know who you are. 
Your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your great-grand-grandchildren will know what God has done in your life and the power of God in your life. They'll see your legacy. They'll be holding on to your words. Write that book. Some of you need to start a business. You need to start a business. You've been holding off. God's been calling you to do it. You need to get around some people who can help you. Don't You don't have to take wild risks. Start working on it. Some of you need to, 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 to sell your business, to let it go. You need a new chapter in your life. You've been holding on too long out of fear. What happens if, what happens if, this, if God is calling you, maybe you need to sell that business. Maybe you need to start a new chapter in your life. Some of you, honestly, you need to try out for that play. Oh, I'm not sure I'm good enough. Who cares? Try out. I didn't say, I don't, I'm not talking about whether you're good enough or not. I'm not talking about whether you're going to make it or not on that team or for that play. Go and try. Okay? Let fear not stop you from going and trying. I told Jan, years ago when she was in high school I said you either have to go to Broadway or you have to go to Disney and try out for a play I told her you're probably not going to make it because you're younger and it's not well it wasn't her talent I just know the world and who you know it's who you know in a lot of cases right people do that thing over and over again they pick their own I said I don't care it's not what I'm talking about making it or not making it just go experience it go and do it go and try it don't let fear stop you from doing anything that you that God wants you to do with your life. Some of you are not singing. You need to sing. Some of you are not dancing. You need to dance. Some of you need to learn a a foreign language so you can use that to impact the lives of other people. I don't know what it is for you. You have to answer that question. What is it for you? What dream do you have that God is calling you to that you have laid aside out of fear, out of weakness, maybe your past and those voices keep ringing in your ears. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. And there's a lie from the pit of hell. You need to listen to the thundering voice of God. Be the thunder. What's holding you back from taking the next step on your spiritual journey from leaving, leaving this season of your life. I need you to write it down. I need you to nail it to the cross. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that as we leave here this morning. I have a cross up front. And there's paper here and there's pens here. And I want you to do, you pick, what is that fear? What is that weakness? What is that addiction? What is it that is keeping you from believing that God can do these things in your life? Some of you are living in such a way right now. You're doing, you're living in a spirit of fear. You're living in a spirit, whatever it is. You're allowing something to master you. What has mastered you right now? Enough. Enough. Today is the day that you say enough. No more. Nothing shall master me. Because I have the spirit of the living God in me. And through the help of God and the people around me, enough's enough. I'm done. I'm moving on. What is it? You need to write that down. You need to nail it to the cross. For others, it may be you need prayer. Someone needs to come around you and pray and lay their hands on you and pray over you, anoint you with oil, whatever the case may be. But they need to pray over truth in your life and send you out of this place this morning refreshed and renewed, ready to grow and ready to change. What is it for you? Write it down. Have someone pray over you. While the band is playing, while Jen is playing right here and singing, I want you to come up front. I want you to write down what it is that's holding you back. What has you in bondage? What are those things in your life that you need to overcome? Write it down. Nail it to the cross. Some of you need to go on the back and just have someone pray over you while she's singing. I want you to do that this morning. I want you to be able to do that. I said in the beginning, this is, I said in the beginning this morning is a day that we are all going to be transformed by the power of the spirit of the living God. We cannot leave this place the same way as we walked in. We cannot. We cannot. 
Some of you are still hearing those voices of lies in your mind. In the name of Jesus Christ. God, our Father in heaven, I pray that you would silence those voices. And when they're heard, if they try to sneak in, Lord God, that you would crush them with your truth. Set people free, Lord God. Set them free. My friends, you need to hear his call. You need to feel the thunder. You need to be. You need to be the thunder. In Jesus' name.